That intro, Jean-Luc made it. This awesome graphic, Jean-Luc made this as well. He's an amazingly talented human. I love him. He's a great friend. Here we talk about all kinds of awesome stuff. Strap in. It's going to be great. I've been reading a really good book, man. Yeah? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like, well, you know, um, obviously this whole, the whole ultra ultra terrestrial vibe. Right, right, right. And you speaking about caves then and being out in the wilderness and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I've been reading about um, Tibetan Buddhists because I like reading about Tibetan Buddhists anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I found, um, and one of the things that I've always enjoyed reading about with them is the fact that some of them have got this really um, amazing skill of being able to control their body temperatures and uh, so they can go out into the, the mountains, into the snowy wastelands and meditate and well some of them can actually just move around in a certain way and meditate whilst awake you know yeah um, I, I saw that i've seen one that uh not to stop you but i've, se- I've seen a video or a, a picture of a, a tibetan monk meditating in the snow and like literally the snow's melting around him oh yeah they can and they their body they can heat their bodies up and like yeah. um there's a place in tibet called uh, mount kailash which is sort of supposed to be, have you heard of that? Yeah. I've heard of Mount Kailash. Is that the gateway to the, to the, yeah. 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 Right, the gods or whatever. Yeah. The gods. Yeah. 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 And it's sort of, um, yeah, it's an unclimbable peak basically. There's no way to ascend it. Mm-hmm. But um, around the base of it, you get all of these kind of, um, the monks going up there and uh, they dig little caves in the snow right up in the top, you know, the, the tens of thousands, you know, thousands of meters up. Wow. It's freezing cold, deep snow, like a complete wilderness. And they dig these holes and they get inside and they meditate basically for however long they can endure it. Um, a long time. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and right. Then, uh, and the snow covers them and they're underneath the, you know, it's nuts. If you go on YouTube, there's a video. Just one second, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Call me. You're all right. That's my son. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> So he's like, I want yeah, to play the um, drums. <laughs> he's like, what are yeah, you doing, Dad? Fuck on. He probably wants to play drums, actually. <laughs> um, but, uh, not tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, like, um, so there's a video on, on YouTube, which is pretty good of it. Of uh, It's a drone, basically, that's gone up there onto this sort of little plateau. Yeah. And um, it's buzzing around. And it's, where it's landed, the snow suddenly just bursts open. Like, and a dude comes up. Like, and then the drone takes off again and this guy starts shaking himself down and enjoy like getting some sun. And then um it flies over to another part of this mountain and another guy whoosh, comes out of the snow, yeah. What the like, fuck? Uh, it's crazy. It's like a training ground for these guys going into Samadhi uh, meditation. Wow. So anyway, so I watched that. I thought it was a cool video. So then I found this author, or not author, a researcher called Ernst Mulshadeff, who's Russian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who he's an op- optician or not optician that's doing it down he's a like a advanced eye surgeon wow wow pioneered pioneered uh, pioneered these really incredible medical uh ocular surgery stuff going on i, I think i know who this i think i know who this dude is uh i yeah. might be i might be wrong but is this the guy it could be wrong but is this the guy who did like 
uh, created PK, like where you like, it's like LASIK pretty much like the basic for basic thing for LASIK. Is this the guy? Um, uh, it was a Russian guy who did it. And the only reason I know is because I had the surgery, but from what I remember, some kid got hit in the face with a football or baseball or something. He had eyeglasses, like actual glasses and the glass cut his eye. And this yeah. dude went in and pulled the glass out. And then the yeah. kid was like 20, 20 vision. And he was like, what the fuck? How does this even happen? Well, it could be because this, 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 I think it's called aerosol or something like that. I'll have to find out. Mm. I remember, but um, basically, it's this product that it's kind of like bioorganic. So you put it into the eye, and it helps it to heal. It grows into it and becomes part of it. It's just I don't know. I'm, I'm not a scientist, so I don't want. To yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But anyway, so he was also really interested in um, Tibetan Buddhism. Mm-hmm. That was part of his own interest. Plus, he was interested in the the Theosophical Society. Mm, imagine that. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, so we had some interesting, obviously Blavatsky and all that. Mm-hmm. She, she obviously had her experiences with Tibet. She yeah. believed the, the masters there. Um, yeah. So anyway, Moshadev, like he, um, his one of his uh, team had gone out there and taken pictures of the the temples up in Nepal and in Tibet, and a lo- loads of the temples have this same eyes that you'll see quite a lot, which is supposed to be like the eyes of the Buddha. That's what a lot of people would think it is. Mm. But when you go up there, a lot, um, apparently Ernst Mulchidev said to the monks up there, what are the eyes? Yeah. And they were kind of like, that's him. That's just the being. Yeah? And they were like, okay, what? Not Buddha. And I was like, well, they didn't really want to talk about it. Yeah? So anyway, <laughs> they don't even want to say it's not Buddha. Buddha. They don't want they just to say, they don't say yeah. it's not Buddha and they don't well, say it is him. Whatever. Is, mm. uh, that's, uh, it's just like, go. oh, it's that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go yeah. Russian, man. You're not ready for this yet. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So he, anyway, he went back and using some kind of wacky advanced Russian computer program, he made a, I don't know how he did it, but basically it mapped eyes and then the images of these temple eyes and created possibly what the being could be that it looked like. Yeah? Well, it was just weird looking, let's say, kind of a bit like a grey humanoid, mm-hmm. but with this weird spiral nose like a kind of gill nose, yeah? Weird, oh, yeah? Right, right. But I just the whole analysis of how he got to this was bonkers, but really interesting. So anyway, with these pictures of these strange creatures, which I'll send you, you can flash them up, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he then went on a massive trip to it around India, mm-hmm. trying to sell the eye product to, to hospitals and to surgeons and stuff. Right, right, right. Use that as a, re- as a way to get respect from like the Indian scholars to then say at the end of them, by the way, yeah. Have you seen this <laughs> thing? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man, it's so bonkers. Like, check out these pictures that my weird computer program made. And, wow. and uh, apparently, like, some of the scholars were like, oh, you need, for that sort of thing, you need to go and speak to Swami, Master, you know, whatever. And off, right. off and went, yeah. So he got his first recommendation. <laughs> takes this picture along to this Swami and then shows him it. And he's like, where did you find this picture? What, what, where did you get this? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of like freaked out. Yeah. Um, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I used the computer program to do, 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 do. And he's like going, what? And he's obviously trying to figure out exactly what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> so then he starts to talk about this, this creature actually is potentially, he doesn't want to talk too much about it, but potentially real. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. okay, what we're talking so then this guy's like, okay, you need to go and speak to this guy further north. Uh-huh. So we got another master, yeah? So he ends up at another Swami and 
spends time there and like um, starts to be told a little bit more. So then they start to be told that basically these creatures are um, essentially like Lemurians. Oh, wow. Are they right? blue? Are they blue? I forget if Lemurians are blue. I got no idea. Well, I mean, <laughs> Shiva, Shiva was blue. The blue, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Mount Kailash apparently is where Shiva is underneath it. Yeah, yeah hanging out. That's he's hanging out, waiting for Shiva time. <laughs> Shiva time. Um, yeah, and like, um, but anyway, so they're like, yeah, these, these things are Lemurians. This is the secret knowledge that you know that we've been handed down for generations, and they're there. They're in. They're basically they're in the mountains. Okay, and he's like, well, what now? And he's like, yeah, yeah, and he's like. What? How many of them? <laughs> it's like, like ten, a thousand. Like, yeah, like as many as there wants to be. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like okay, it's all kind of uh, weird and wacky and like kind of uh, okay. So anyway, so he gets another recommendation. This guy, go and see this guy. He'll tell you more. Right. So he goes to the next one. Anyway, he ends up meeting with the Bonpo Lama, which uh, when you look into it, like Bon Buddhism, is the thing that the Tula Society. Oh, that's right. No, I was trying to remember where that connected in there. Yeah, those guys. They're the ones who went to Tibet and, and came back. And then the Bon, the Bon religion. Right. Uh, are the ones that are linked to the Aldebaran system in, With, in the ufology mythos. Yeah. In, the, in those theories. Right. Um, in ancient alien theory. In ancient alien <laughs> theory, says. But exactly. Aldebaran. So so anyway, so what he starts to find out is that these guys start, these masters and swamis start to tell him that what actually is happening is that people are getting into this state of samadhi, Veda samadhi, samadhi. Like it's basically kind of like the state of kind of ecstasy almost, like uh, where you zone out into a, like a high vibration kind of state, kind of like a new, high vibrational state. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up somebody online, you'll see people doing it. They love them use their eyes. They affect their eyes. It raise them up and go into a bit of a trance state. Right. But like the, the masters, that can then start to regulate their body temperature, metabolism, um, breathe, breath speed, like the amount of oxygen they actually need to survive. It's crazy. Right. And the Bon Po Lama when they got to see him was like, I said, well, what these creatures are and your drawing, by the way, is very accurate, but not quite there. And, to, mm. and said to him, this is what they look like. Yeah. And this is what the Atlanteans also look like. Cause they're down there too, along with some humans. Um, and they're all in this state of stasis. Some of them are hundreds of thousands of years old, maybe millions of years old. Some of them are been there for 10 years, but they're, they're the masters. They're the ones that, like if you know about the, the Theosophical Society and stuff like they believe they were called Mahatmas, the Mahatma yeah. letters, they were written between these kind of, these secret masters, yeah. Right, the guardians or whatever, right? The, the keepers yeah. of the secret or the... So what So what they say in Smulshadev said is like, okay, so these things are there. And he said, well, they are, but they're also kind of in Shambhala, you know, Shambhala. Yeah, right. You know, like... Tibetan Shambhala. Said, okay, right. so, what, so he said, what's so really is real, yeah? And it's like, well, sort of, like, it's kind of real, but it's kind of not. And he's like, in what way? And he said, well, when you enter into Shambhala, like, you know, there's whole, all these creatures that have entered into the Samadhi state and are, are in stasis. They're like, literally like become pieces of stone, like freezing cold. 
and they've been there for a long, long time, but they're alive. Mm-hmm. They can regenerate when they want to. Um, but what they're actually doing is living a full life out in the astral, you know, into the, in the other dimensions oh, and wow. and communicating with whoever they want. So they're the ones communicating with the Blavatskys, with the Crowleys, with the uh, with everybody, any kind of psychic link up, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. ones that they reckon that the tool of society probably got onto and then put the vril onto. Um, the idea that you know, if you start looking into it, there's a lot of people saying they believe they were still talking to the same beings that the, the bond talked about in Tibet and um, it's crazy shit man like in the end he's told like if you go to these caves and you're not prepared or you try and get to the caves and you're not prepared you'll probably be killed and he's like in what way by who and they said psychically like you just won't be able to survive you'll just be crushed psychically <laughs> wow like, the deeper you go like the closer you try and get into these environments you'll, you just won't be able to survive wow and he said, well, how far will I be able to get? And he said, well, you, you might be able to get in uh, some degree. You might be able to see some of the humans or whatever. So he, he goes, yeah? So he goes on this expedition. <laughs> so he, he does it. Yeah, but he goes in. like He reckons he nearly dies on his way. He tries to get into the caves, and he just said it's like psychic punishment, man, like just his brain being crushed. He has to wow. get out. You know, He's physically ill. And, um, yeah, so anyway, the, the, the reason the, the theory is and that what a lot of obviously these Tibetan and Bon, bon, religi- uh, bon monks and so on and Bon Lamas believe is that um, it's, a, it's a gene pool. So it's kind of like you get these creatures where it's like, you know, it's massive deluges and world destructive events and mm-hmm. things are like, all right, well, we need a few of us that are able to Samadhi, get into Samadhi, stasis, up into the mountains. And this is where we stay until we need to come out again. And we'll, we'll live psychically and communicate and try and get a message out of how we want to. Yeah. To get to preserve their being. Stock, their, yeah, their being yeah, yeah. 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 Like, so like the like physical just, part. They're preserving yeah, the physical it's, it's being. Like, it's a gene pool. Um, but then he starts to talk about the fact that these things can obviously, because they're advanced masters, um, they're the ones who then create torpors. <laughs> so from their psychic world, they, they might they might have been in a Samadhi situation for millennia, yeah. But then they just pop out a tool to go and have an experiment, and there's a UFO, <laughs> you know. Or they might want to manifest physically at some point. Like there's there's, there's stuff like where stories about people being in Samadhi, and after about ten years, finding a way into somebody else, like another living being, like almost like possessing them, yeah. Wow. And there's a story about this guy wanting to go and find out. Apparently, whilst he's in Samadhi, he's confronted with some kind of knowledge he's not, he hasn't got. He needs to get it. Um, and to get it, he needs to revive, and he can't revive. So he goes into the body of his prince who's just died Whoa. as he's dying and then revives him. So he doesn't die, and the prince is alive, but it's not him. It's this, this llama. He then apparently has a great time. Like, <laughs> like a prince. <laughs> I thought that was a great story, man. It is, man. Um, but like, um, but yeah, so the idea is that, yeah, I thought it's just a great book, yeah? Like, wow. Really well done. Like, bonkers, man. Like, like, the sort of thing that, you know, if I sat down and talked to anybody that wasn't into this stuff, it's like, what the fuck are you on about, man? It's <laughs> 99% of my conversations, man. <laughs> But, but at the same time, like what fascinated me was from that, because I, I read that stuff and I'm like, well, I kind of believe 
I believe you can affect your body, mind over matter. I've seen that. It's physically, pro- I mean, it's proven, scientifically proven. You can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do it to yourself. You know you can do it. You're like, yeah, totally. You know, we're, we're capable of some incredible things. Yeah. So, and obviously, you know, we've seen pictures and videos of the monks walking mm. naked in the snow. Or days. the fire. They'll do the other thing where they walk across fire and all that right, shit. Yeah. But then I found this link to this guy, this crazy story, man. Like, um, he's called the Little Buddha, no, the Boy Buddha, something like that. You gotta look this up. Basically, this kid um, from a Nepal little Nepalese town, he ended up apparently when he's little, he just was like, I just want to be a monk. And he wasn't from a kind of massively religious family, but he was like, I just want to be a monk. Yeah, he desperately wanted to be a monk. I think there's a movie about this, isn't it? Like Baby Buddha, a Buddha Boy, or a baby. I think. I think it's something different. Yeah, there's one years ago called Little, but this is this is a different. This is that that one's about the Dalai Lama. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Buddha, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that one is about Dalai Lama. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Of a boy who, yeah, and he ended up in a Tibetan monastery Mm -hmm. about you know before he was at ten or whatever, like five maybe. Wow. Um. And by the time he was hit about 13, he was like, I need to go and basically go Samadhi, yeah? like to go to the Samadhi state. But what he did is he just disappeared and went out into the woods uh, in Tibet, in this part of Tibet, started meditating, right, under a tree like the Buddha did. Yeah, right, right, right. After a while, people started to notice him because he was out in the wilderness. And then stories started to say, well, he's been in Samadhi now for like a week. He hasn't had a drink. He hasn't opened his eyes. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't used the toilet. Nothing. Yeah. 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 I go, really? Then he turned up. Now it's been two weeks. Now it's been three. Now it's been four. But then he's got a crowd of people around him. Like, and they have to make boundaries. Meanwhile, right? Like this, uh, a a film crew turns up from, from America, I'm guessing, like Discovery Channel or something, and start filming him. And this kid's regulating his body temperature. You can see him like producing sweat uh, when he needs it to right. cool down, I guess. Right. And at one point, he, there's this, he spontaneously combusts. What? Yeah. On, on camera? Yeah. It's crazy as shit. Like, seriously, you've got to check it out. Like, I mean, it's probably, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's, this is the history of this stuff is the people, the charlatans and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who do yeah. this stuff. But this, yeah. this, this is a really strange case. And anyway, like all people like that nowadays that come out, he did these great kind of miraculous things. And on video, they filmed him. I think, you know, evidence-based. He didn't move or eat or drink or do anything for five days. That's definitely evidence, yeah? Shit. And they were claiming on there that he'd been there for 11 months or something like that. Wow. <laughs> like, um, anyway, so he ended up disappearing one night. And reappearing somewhere else and apparently he just said i couldn't do it anymore people come in i was losing concentration so he'd gone somewhere else to do it um so anyway 10 years ago by or maybe 15 now um and in the meantime he's been accused of all sorts of things man like you know because he's obviously started become a guru mm. and uh, he denies all this but yeah his, his name's been sullied but it doesn't stop the fact that his videos, these videos are still out there that are quite fascinating, to be honest. Check it out, man. I'll send you some links. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's just... Well, I think one of the things that I saw like a few months ago, maybe it was a year ago now, but was they x-rayed one of the statues, a, a Buddha statue? 
yeah. in a golden Bo- a Buddha statue. Inside of it was a skeleton. You seen that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They built they built the golden Buddha statue round a, a body. Yeah, it, yeah. Or, or probably somebody. <laughs> Yes, yeah, what I was saying. That dude's probably not dead. Well, this is it. Like, in, there's these part of these legends when they talk about up in these mountains is that these beings are covered in gold. Yeah. Oh. Well, Did you there know you that? Go. No. Yeah, the shining ones. Yeah, the shining ah, ones. Ah. Yeah. 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 Wow. So <laughs> a link, man. But dude, I mean, like, what? What's the? What's the game then? The Lemurians are there. The Atlanteans are there. Are some humans there, obviously. I mean, they're, are they like, are they psychically like running the world? Um, I don't or think fe- they're running the world. I feeding off of it or, or whatever. It's part, it's a positive thing. They're not, they're not negative. Uh, yeah, what yeah. I can make out of it. Right. Well yeah. Ascended, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, they, um, their aim is literally, um, survival of their own gene pools without imagine imagine like the idea of you know there's a disaster nowadays and we need to save the, the human gene pool like being a test tube yeah like they were just talking some bullshit a couple of weeks ago about sending uh, sperm and eggs to the moon exactly so right. instead what you've got is a because I mean for them it's kind of like the physical what when you start reading the the concept of it that this um, all should have written and also Blavatsky when you start getting to his stuff. Um, is that really the physical is just a, it's just a vessel anyway for an experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but they want to keep it because that experience was a good one and they reached higher levels of high pinnacles of knowledge and technology and wisdom and that needed to stay around. And the reason that that needed to stay around so they could pass it to the next civilization and the mm-hmm. next and the only way to do it is to reach a certain level of samadhi to be able to get to that level to communicate with these beings. Holy shit. So that makes, John Luke, that makes a bunch of sense then. Because if they were able to do that, then they were the ones that communicate to Tesla or whoever. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's how the knowledge gets passed on. So I don't know. When I say that, that sounds like a, I'm saying that is how the knowledge well, is passed well, on. That's John. the theory. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I didn't know this. I get what you're saying. I'm putting it together yeah, the same way you're giving it, man. I just, uh, it seems plausible. You would it think that plausible. people, when people like, and then it goes back to all these other stories where people stumbling into caves and like finding people I'm like, Oh, well, what are you doing here? And like, Oh yeah, we're, cause we've got to yeah. be the caretaker people, right? The people that are actually woke. I mean, that are in Samadhi completely that are pre- taking care of the, all the people that are right. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to be, they're going to be like the watchers of them or whatever. And, you know, is, they're called the special people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And like, that's the thing. And then most of goes and meets them too. And literally there's a handful and they're like, we're the only ones that are allowed to go. We occasionally go and check on whether these things are alive. He goes that he said that it gets wild. Like yeah. thinking, we're not allowed to look on the Lemurians, but we can look at the Atlanteans, but, they can be killed and stuff psychically because the vibrations are too much and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so is there, did he, does he ever come to a conclusion where like, so, you know, they're talking about, they can come out of the state and come back it, it physically. Yeah. I mean, is yeah. there like going to be a time when that shit happens? Is that like a, a great awakening? Oh, well, maybe. And you know, like you're talking about blue beings or gold beings on the mountains. It's all, it's all again, it's all in the, the ancient books. Yeah. I'll tell you what's really interesting though, man, like, because this stuff's all linked to the barn, like, yeah. taking it right to the, back to the ufology stuff. And 
the Thule Society and then Eldebaran and they yeah, built the crafts that. and then they took off. Well, the barn is where you know they 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 utilize the swastika. Mm-hmm. So their ancient symbol is a swastika. Mm-hmm. And then what you also find is they've got elements of the solar stuff going on, the solar pagan stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And the bull. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the Seriously. lady. Yeah. And no. the reason being is because apparently, um, because of the Silk Road, like, so you had troops coming out of like the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. worshipping Mithra. <laughs> and which is the bull yeah the, turning up on the silk road and um passing it over to tibetans and mongolians and so the tibetans took it in morphed it into their belief system uh so they believe in a cosmic bull too um it's pretretty crazy man wow. like uh, so the bond buddhists so have got that link to the bull too uh so yeah, anyway, I always just see these links and like it just fascinates me, man. No, but it's, it's one of the, amazing. It's one of the best books I've read in a long time. This one because it might be bull, absolute bullshit, but it's a great. <laughs> it's a great theory, man. It's a great story got, too. Even if you just made it all up, it's still a good story, right? Yeah, and and he does it. I mean, the book's full of photographs. Here's me on top of the mountain. Here's me shaking yeah. hands with the llama. Here's me meditating. Here's so, me like, what year? What year did this all go down? Like, how recent is this? Uh, Recently enough, now I think he did the expedition in '99, mm. and then he's gone back again since. Um, but the second book, it's not being bloody translated, man. It's in Russian, so I can't read it. Oh, fuck, idiot! God damn it! <laughs> like what, so, uh, what? What kind of marketing sense is that guy? Smart enough to know that that's not that's not going to go I, anywhere. I don't think I don't think that's what it's about. Uh, this is probably the difference between like um, I don't know, like. Well, I didn't. I don't mean it like in a monetary thing. I just meant it like to get the message out. Like you know, there's only a handful yeah. of people that are, you know. There, so. I don't know if you. I don't know. It's weird. It's like Russians are different, aren't they? <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the, their message is getting the message out for them is a bit different. I don't know. It's weird. What I mean, what is the message I mean, for him? <laughs> of this, of this story you just told yeah. me. Well, that story for him to give that message out is like. In fact, it's good because he put a chapter in there which is called "Do I believe what I wrote?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a Russian thing. Do I believe what I wrote? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm a question myself. <laughs> like, uh, it, he, um, he, um, so he writes this chapter and he talks about it, and, and mate, he just basically because using science from my own experience, talks about his own bias, like because obviously he's into uh, Tibetan Buddhism and meditation. Yeah. Oh and yeah, stuff. right, right, right. Um, but he then talks about the fact that he started to, in fact, like what's weird is like, I, I started to try and research the guy a bit further past the book and past the eye surgery stuff and yeah. some of the criticism of him. And weirdly, the criticism of him wasn't coming back from his t- expeditions to tell conferences about these creatures. And the, apparently the Russian press were, were, you know, it wasn't like he was getting interviewed by the National Enquirer. Right, right, right. He's getting interviewed by the decent publications and he wasn't being mocked wow so again it's a cultural thing isn't it i'm I'm guessing maybe the russians aren't quite so freaked out by this i mean yeah the late late bakehouse stuff in serbia um not serbia uh cold bit above oh uh siberia yeah siberia Siberia, yeah Yeah. so you got the late bakehouse again um Oh, by the way, going back quickly, these beings, he reckons, could be in Samadine caves and also under the ocean. He makes specific lots of chats mm. about that. 
wow. these things could be they were semi-aquatic and they could be under the ocean yeah you know? whoa and whoa. that's why you see craft coming out of the ocean that's why you see yeah all the stuff that's been going on recently wow um, but then he said um where did i get to yeah so he goes back to russia and one of the things that he was pulled down for, so I was trying to find negative press. I was like, right, I was right, right. negative press. I see that people calling him a crazy man. Yeah, yeah. I see what they're saying. Well, should people say that about me? You know? <laughs> well, yeah, they do, John. <laughs> but they do about me too, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, the negative press was that apparently he'd been doing surgery on, some, on a patient's eye, and I can't remember the exact thing was, but he goes, right. He says, I just suddenly had this idea, like using the stuff I'd invented, this aero gel or whatever it was, I'll place it like monoliths that I saw in Tibet in the eye in this certain thing. And let's just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a Russian thing to do. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. We're just going to cut somebody up. The, yeah. the energy Somebody's patterns eye. from the, the cosmos. Oh, fuck yeah, and right. Thought, and, and that's what he did. And apparently it worked. And it was great success. And oh, patients, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me the other way that it just went horribly wrong and they're no, completely no, no, blind. No, no, yeah. The patient was fine, thank oh, But fuck. the criticism was, what a monster. This is, he's like Mengele. Yeah? Like he's uh, conducting experiments willy-nilly on patients. Fuck, that's what, all those, that's what Russia does and German and they did. I mean, you think about it. That's... Yeah, and, and the rest of us, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they just, yeah. Yeah, I guess but you're like, right. We do it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just don't have like... We're usually the goodies in films, though, aren't we? Man? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we always are the good guys. I forget. Americans, actually, British. We all, yeah, we come out as the bad guys quite a bit. Fifty-fifty. Like it's we're still pissed off about the whole Revolutionary War thing. That's just what's the problem over here. Yeah, you put an evil, evil Englishman in there, don't you? Yeah, we got to have the yeah, just because of that. I think that's the only, you know, <laughs> you know, Fair that's Fair that. I mean, whatever. We've been friends ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> So good, man. We've got a special relationship. That's what yeah. you keep telling us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I, the the you know the the crown and the and the uh, the royal bloodline, you know. And I was talking to Haley about all that stuff, you know, last yeah. week. And man, that gets deep. And she's like spot on about all that stuff, man. And she just goes and she's smart, chick. I and mean, just about all about all of that royal royal bloodline, and and you know, it probably ties right into all this stuff too, protecting all that. I mean, it goes right back up, right back up the thing, right back up the mountain, <laughs> right all the way up. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if like, if the original gene pool, like the actual pure gene pool, because again, it always gets into that weird stuff. Yeah. It's not talking about pure genes and stuff. It's like scary stuff. Right. But like, um, but yeah, the idea that before races became mixed, you know, the idea that parts of us are Lemurian, parts of us are Atlantean, this weird DNA we've got, these mixture of things. Right. Um, but none of us are ever going to be... Pure Lemurian or pure Atlantean or but pure... somewhere, there is one. Right. Just in case they ever need to revive it. That, the, the, that literal physical test tube in stasis. And there's the Atlantean and there's the, you know, whatever, what did they call the, the Holocene man when we first arrived. Right, right. Which is interesting, actually, like, because have you ever heard of a, a film called what was it called? The Man from Earth. The Man from Earth. It's uh, it's a bizarre film, man. Like really quite good. Sixty was it from the sixties or seventies or no, something like no, that? It's or no? like, 
late nineties. Oh, okay. Like, look it up, man. Like, right. um, the man from earth. Okay. It's about a guy caught. Um, and I think that it'd be good to research while he wrote this and who wrote it. Yeah. Um, it's about a fella basically who's a university professor and the film essentially starts and it's his last day in the job. He's, he's leaving. All right. Yeah. And it's him packing his truck up and off he's going to go. Yeah. It's the regular dude. And then all these dudes turn up in a truck and it's his friends from the university. And oh, they're, yeah. Going, yeah, they're all professors. They're all real academics. Yeah. Not a truck. They, they turn up in a nice car, not a truck. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, what, John, why are you leaving us? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, I, uh, I just fancy the change. And it's like, well, but you've been here for 10 years and everyone loves you here. You know, you're doing a great job. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'd just like to move on. Anyway, so they keep hounding him. Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? And he just goes, all right, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. He goes, like, I've been alive since the Holocene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, like, cultures come and go. I've seen everything. I've, I've been alive that entire time. I don't age. I stopped aging at the age of 35. Here I am. Um, <laughs> And they're like, oh, you're a funny guy, John. Occasionally, occasionally I went into deep meditation, stasis, like Samadhi, right? Uh, And he goes like, and he goes like the Buddha did, like other people did, like he goes, you know, and then he, then he says in the story, and one of the people in there is a, um, like a archaeologist, one is a writer, one's a philosopher, and one's a, um, I don't know what she is, I guess theologian but she's a, a full-blown christian nah. so she's like this is obscene how can you be saying these things you know like this can't be true anyway he transpires in the story he tells her that um, he was jesus <laughs> he goes yeah i was i was trained by the buddha right he goes well i, I basically have been alive at that point for thousands of years <laughs> so then the buddha i heard about the buddha so they showed so, up uh, and hung out with him and yeah and he taught me yeah, how to do learned his ways then he aged and died i didn't i just kept going <laughs> Like, uh, and then I decided to become Jesus. Um, so I basically went, you know, I was all this. And then when they, when they crucified me, I can't die. That's my curse. <laughs> put me in the case. So I died. And then just rolled and out later. I regenerated, <laughs> went into Samadhi for a bit, and then took off. Yeah. So that starts heading into the kind of the, um, what's it called, man? The, the Re- Royal Blood. Stuff. Oh, the Royal Bloodline. Yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool film, and to bring in to weave in some of those uh, ideas of the Eastern religions, bringing into the Western religions and the Abrahamic faiths, uh, the idea of stasis through meditation, and wow, yeah, I thought it was good. Dude, that's out, good. Man. I'll definitely go check that out, man. That seems like it's a good budget, one. but it's just a talk piece, you know. It's like yeah, yeah. something that you probably see on a, on a play, like a theatre piece. Right, it's right, good. right. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, I yeah. will. That sounds rad. I mean, this is this is what I'm thinking about a lot nowadays. I'd, I'd like to go into some form of somebody stays and just stay there for, you know. <laughs> well, I'll miss you though. Years. That's fucked up. You can't do it now. I'll just visit you in your dreams. Oh, well, all right. Well, Hi, John. So. The Lemurians told me how to make a time machine. Oh, Would you like here, plans? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. When you awaken, <laughs> the instructions will come flowing from you. Fuck. That's all I need. Yeah. Tin foil and shit, <laughs> running around. Yeah. Like I got it. <sighs> Fuck. <That's> genius. <laughs> oh, it was, so I was talking to Nikki and Jones, and she had some downloads, and she sent me some of the plans. Like that literally, literally happened to her. 
I don't know, it wasn't Lemurians or whatever, but something like these two blue balls she talked about yeah. showed up and, and they gave her downloads and she has them in dreams too, where um, she has like these designs. She sent them to me about magnets um, that, that she's like, I've written to all these companies and nobody was, was like, I can't, we can't make that or whatever. And it's just like these bipole magnets that you place and it's, she's got drawings of it. She's got drawings of it and exactly written down all this stuff. Like, this is what it is. This is how big it needs to be. This is what it needs to do. You have to lay wow. in this thing. Like one of them is a bed where you lay in and it's like a dipole magnet. Like it's a North and South on one end and it's fucking hexagon it magnet. A, and she, does she know what it's for? Yeah. That one's supposed to like realign all of your, like, I guess she, uh, the way she, they said they described it to her was like your body's iron. There's iron in your blood and somehow it realigns your North and South. Uh, pole if you lay in this thing and, and you have to for like at least 10 hours like three days a week or something like that and it like somehow realigns your complete fucking chakras or your uh, and, and all the iron in your body back up to whatever and i'm like so cool very interesting. yeah yeah so some of the drawings she sent me i was like whoa that's rad like even if you build on a smaller scale just to see what it would do you know yeah, i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah because well, that's it. it's having the ability to build it. it's like it's like um what was the Stephen? There's a Stephen King book that's like that in there. Like, uh, what's the Stephen King book that's got the UFO, the buried UFO in it? That oh, yeah. Makes people suddenly incredibly inventive and smart, but also crazy, murderous, murderous yeah. Live minded. <laughs> Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, just, I, I don't know. I think that's just plausible, man. People have been talking about that since the beginning of time. So I, I believe it's well, a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that, that sort of level of technicality, um, you know, like, because I, you know, I don't think I could say the downloads as such, but not like that. But, you know, you know when something's from externally from yourself. Right. right. When you, if you, can, you focus on that and you know it is, you just know it is. Yeah. But I've never been given a blueprint. No, so no, no me neither. I've had a couple times in my professional career that are fucked up. I don't think I've ever talked about this on camera that have been kind of fucked up where I, I was in, like I had to give a big presentation in front of a, full, a big full house full of people, like big, you know, big name people and stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, you know, you get nervous and all this shit. And I, and I full on know I st- I've started these things where I'm like, you know, there's slide decks or whatever and I'm up there talking and I would like be outside of myself at some point of it where I'm like literally go, like I'm talking, my body's there. I'm talking like I'm talking to you now and all this stuff's going on and I'm going, I hope whatever the fuck I'm saying makes sense right now <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not in control of it. Right. And I've, I've literally grabbed people that I was close to afterwards. I'm like, did that make any, you know, like that was fucking brilliant. Like that was, and I'm like, yeah. you suddenly, you suddenly, no, no I, I did not do any of that. It was just fuck. It just happened. And I'm talking a really good friend of mine, and she's like, "Cool, that's how it's supposed to work." And I'm like, "All right." Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, though, is, you know, like this idea that you can summon energy or knowledge, or or basically just utilize the ether, right? Like, you know, yeah. Whether it's going to be to as a, a medium to bring in energy uh, or information, right? But um, I mean, to be able to do that. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? It's like we are so far behind in the West, and this is what I'm figuring out more and more. The more I read and the more I practice this stuff, like, yeah, we're so far behind. Like the fact that we even talk about it, like, it's a strange thing. <laughs> yeah, we talk you about know, that in like, one of our very first talks. Like, people just whisper about it down in the, some church that meets on Wednesdays or whatever, right? You go and yeah. talk about, it. yeah. And but I mean, like, but if you, you know, if we went and had this conversation in Nepal or 
They'd be like, duh, dude. Like, what's your problem? Like, like you don't know this? Like, you're fucking, yeah, catch up, kid. Like, what are you, a child? Yeah. Like, and why are you so, why are you so, I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Like, for me, I kind of, there's a million books and there's a million videos and there's a million gurus on YouTube to telling you, Mm -hmm. you know, that you need to like be able to just focus on the now, like the breath, Mm -hmm. uh, know that everything is temporary and everything will change and, Right, all that stuff, all these, all these great advice, but not a lot of people take that advice. Like in the West, you know, like it's all there, but no, people would rather be stressed out or competitive or yeah, uh, especially in America, man. I mean, America's way. I mean, even it's a, it's a huge difference. I mean, just from for even from England, you know, you look at it like where the work, you know, I mean, uh, just for you know, no, I'm international so i've worked with people and you know england stuff it's like hey we're gonna go have a beer at lunch and i'm like really what the fuck I'm like i want to have a beer at lunch that ain't happening here man i got like bam 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 it's more like eh mm-hmm. you know i mean it's not i'm not saying it's just a laissez-faire anything. i'm just saying it's more of a relaxed kind of mm-hmm. you, you know even in australia you know talk to australians the same thing they're like hey shut up it's almost beer o'clock I'm like i don't want to talk yeah. about your shit anymore like i want to go to the bar you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know and it's i mean america's like that too but i think we're just so like Ah, you know, all the time, go, 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 go. Oh, uh, yes, good. I mean, like, after what? I mean, Britain, I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to a friend about this. Like, because our news, because pubs, pubs over here and bars have been closed for a long time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only very recently that they've sort of reopened, you know, in the last few weeks where you can go and buy beer outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the weather's not been that great, so it's not like you can go and, like, have a, night out really unless it's a really good night <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like right, right, right. yeah um so i haven't really been out but it went out once and yeah it kind of sucked <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah but like um anyway uh where was i going with this oh, just the oh, beer thing and just like being relaxed oh, about it in Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so basically it's like so on the news you've got you know israel Okay. Palestine you melting got, the dome down right yeah yeah yeah, yeah like scary stuff you got like um, you know the Indian situation the, the Indian strain of COVID and just killing everybody they're burning stuff. people by the rivers and all kinds of shit yeah oh, bad shit but, uh, yeah. but you know but at the same time a big part of it is like over here like a huge focus seems to be like well if this Indian virus comes over here right we're going to have to like, have more lockdowns. And that means the pubs aren't going to be open. <laughs> and, like, the pub, honestly. And, like, and like, the pubs closed one more fucking day. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it's like. And that's how they're almost trying. So it's like, oh, don't worry, England. The pubs will be open again soon. Yeah. Don't worry. You can go and drink your problems away. Very I'll shortly. Taxes. Yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. Like, uh, keep on drinking. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all going to be all right. <laughs> But, Dude, I, that's, that's what, what like. you tune in. It's like on talk radio and stuff. It's like, oh, just, listen to this banana bullshit. Then, so like in Ohio where I live, they have a fucking lottery. They just they started like yesterday. They said if you have gotten at least your first vaccine and you're over eighteen, for the next five weeks, we're putting in, uh, you in a lottery where you could win a million dollars. Yeah, so what to get you to take the vaccine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everybody, so that's what they're trying to do. And I was like. Okay. <laughs> you know what, man? Like, I had a guy show up my house yesterday. I had a guy show up my house yesterday and knock on the door. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? So I'm just hanging out like the kids, you know, kids bat, you know, bath time and all this shit. I'm like, fuck, I don't care. Whatever. Dude, just stand there dressed real nice, you know? I'm thinking, who's doing door to door sales during a fucking pandemic, right? And I'm thinking, whatever. This guy leaves a flyer and I go look at it later and it's a full on 
color two page thing telling you where to get vaccinated, how much you're like, you should do it, where you should get it done at, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, they're going door to they're like, what the fuck? I mean, I get it and I totally get it. And like, I got vaccinated. I'm not going to say anything against it or whatever. Right. But, and then they come out and said like June, the first week of June, no mask mandate anymore in Ohio anyway, in the state. Like, you can don't fucking wear a mask anywhere. Yeah. Just fucking do whatever you want. But it's yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck. To me, it just seems like. I, 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 you know what, man? Like, I don't know. The whole topic is like, I don't know. fuck around, to be honest with you. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's affected everybody's lives. It's been mm. a total nightmare. Like, yeah. Like everything, it's created that division. It's like, the, yeah. Is the COVID, you know, is COVID a hoax? Is it the worst thing that's ever happened to the human race? Or, right. And got like the, is the vaccine a, you know, government champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you my crazy theory about that? I'll tell you my. I tell you my crazy theory about the fucking virus. I found this. I found this uh, thing that I think Grant Cameron put out. That was a letter from uh, uh, who was the guy that hung out with Lazar before? Not not Lear, but the other guy, um, Gene oh, Huff. Yeah. Maybe Gene Huff. I think maybe it was. I think it was Gene Huff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Gene Huff wrote a letter to somebody like a handwritten letter. Um, and I can't remember who it is right now. I have to look into it, but basically he said, you know, I have more information about, you know, Lazar and the alien retrovirus. And it was like dated 1989 or whatever, 88, 89 or whatever. And like that term wasn't even used. I mean, it's still used, you know, hyphenated retrovirus, right? Which is what fucking COVID is, is a retrovirus. And I was like, so my mind started going fucking crazy. And I'm like, well, if they had this, they put it in the lab, they figured it out, they weaponized it. Somehow China hacked our shit, figured out the formula, went over there, made it themselves, made an oopsie, fucked it up, spread it all over the world. And now we got to clean up it. There's theory one. Theory two is that that might have happened. But at the same time, they're trying to come up with a vaccine because if these fuckers are coming back in a big way or they're here and we had any interaction with them, just like War of the Worlds was, the whole World of the World story is, is like that we, we gave them a cold and it fucking killed them all. What if it's the other way around where it's like, these fuckers are coming. We can't stop them. We can try to protect people by giving them this fucking vaccine so that when we do interact with these assholes, humans aren't going to die. <laughs> so what the fuck? When did you hear that? <laughs> I just made, I made that all up. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it was. It was. I was just, I was really, I was just like, I, I'll try to keep up, man. Like, sorry, I talk fast. I, but it's yeah, crazy, I like, right? I like, I like it better than any, any of the theories I've heard. I mean, come on, like the theories are, it came from some weird fucked up bat, yeah, like, yeah, a, a bat or a uh, yeah, a monkey or I don't know, man, like something. <laughs> Well, think about that. If there was a fucking whole group of fucking people here and then they decided the whole disclosure movement happened at the same time, but they're like, well, wait a minute, we have a problem. If these assholes sneeze on humans, most of them are going to die. So how do we get everybody to get a vaccine against it? Well, we have your solution. Uh, there you go. Maybe that's it. John, you've nailed it, man. Fuck. This is where the van shows up. <laughs> it's where your house suddenly just... <laughs> Gets ripped apart, yeah. I fucking, I just, I woke up four Lumerians. Out around here. John, you found me. Five Lumerians come for me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just woke them up. Uh, Maybe they put that in there. <laughs> Maybe they want to put it. it was them. It was them. <laughs> I'm going for you. I don't think the I thought so the Lemurians and the the uh, and the Atlanteans didn't like each other. Or wait, wait, Lemurians were there before the Atlanteans, and that's how it worked yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. If you know, crazy shit. I mean, like you know, I'll be honest with you. 
probably up until about 18 months ago, if I was going to sit here and actually discuss uh, the, the the hibernation, <laughs> uh, the, hi- the what is it, the hibernation states of a, a Lemurian and an Atlantean, <laughs> I'd have been going, yeah, I should have now I'm just like, bring me that shit. I want to bring it more to about Lemurians, yeah. Oh Atlanteans. my god. More, 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 more. It's Fuck so it. cool. It's so good. It's fucking rad. I, I, I believe it just as much as anything else. I think that people just fall in, like get around these caves and they stumble upon some shit too. And like, that's a lot of people missing around that shit. That's all tied in. Well, the idea as well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Like the, the modern theories that how many times have we heard that, you know, there could be under the oceans yeah. like, from like the, the mainstream. Like yeah. the TSA, it's like, yeah. you know, these craft are coming out of the oceans and, then you know what you got the whole idea like Lou Elizondo saying stuff like, you know, uh, human beings or what is the nature, human, nature of being human? I can't remember what he said. Humankinds. There could be other kinds of humans. Other kinds. The other yeah. kinds. Like, it's a good quote, man. Very yeah. cool. I, I, I was I, I was uh, very excited by that quote when he said it all yeah. these years ago. Yeah. Humankinds. Yeah. Mankinds. Yeah. Mankinds. I think he said mankinds. There'd be yeah, mankinds instead of mankind. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of idea, like the idea that you've got like God, the, the ancient technologies that can pass it down, like, you know, you look at the ancient mysteries going back to like the Freemasonry stuff, like a lot of that the idea goes back to the Atlantis stuff, John. Be hiding it. Secrets, John. Fuck, that's in the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got that, haven't you? Yeah, it's in the grill. Yeah. Where'd you keep it? Uh, it's not my watch this time. I, it's, <laughs> oh, I don't, oh. it's not, I, uh, I forgot. That's what the other brother said. <laughs> yeah, that's what the other guy said. Oh, God damn it. Uh, nothing, nothing. Fucking grail. Well, Haley says the grail's a woman. The grail was the so woman. Who says this? Haley, when, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the grail. The a woman. Yeah, the grail is the you know a woman. The vessel is the woman. The, the woman and the and it's the keeping the whole um, divine feminine secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I give her that too. I like it. I like it. And I have to go. I'm so sorry, man. I got a bolt. I wish we could do this longer. I gotta go. I gotta head out. It's a great way to end it. And that's the end. Okay. Where's the grill, John? I don't know. I gotta go. Where I gotta you gotta go? go. Where are you going? <laughs> I gotta go pick the grill up. Going? I gotta go pick the fucking grill up. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, man. No, oh, seriously. It's been a pleasure, John. Dude, uh, man, I love you, dude. Seriously, it's been rad. I'd... Yeah, very good. Yeah, All right, mate. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, man. Feminine. Yeah, go find the dime. If you find her first, call her. Tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she usually pops over on a Thursday. Catch you later. <laughs> See you, bro. Bye bye. See you, dude. Bye bye.